WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. As long as this group will always understand that we'll play for each other first and foremost, the most important guy on the field is to your left and to your right. If we can get that going, we're going to do some good things. I think a good coordinator does what's best for his players. I, I think a lot of guys will have scheme that they, they, they understand and they, they have familiarity with as coordinators. But if it doesn't fit the player, then, then how good is the scheme really? So a good coordinator will often take the strengths of the players that he has, uh, play to their strengths, while at the same time being able to protect them from their weaknesses. You know, I think running the football in this league wins games, wins championships, being able to do that late into the season. Quarterback play is a big part of what I believe in. Put him in a, a position to be successful. And, you know, if you can make that guy be successful, oftentimes your offense is successful. That's new Patriots offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt. Talked about it a little bit last night as uh, the Patriots tweeted that out, a little video, showed some highlights, a lot of him you know, with his days in Cleveland. Also, something I did not bring up last night, Hart, and we'll get your thoughts on all of his comments. A lot of the highlights that, uh, you know, Stefanski, I'm sorry, not Stefanski, well, yeah, Stefanski too, but Alex Van Pelt on the sideline was with Baker Mayfield. He popped up a bunch in like a one-minute video. I was like, hmm, that's kind of interesting. Like, you could have edited out Baker so you Mayfield. Think that's an Easter egg? I think they're getting Baker Mayfield. I don't think they are. Probably not, but uh, I'm sure the, the thing that jumped out to you jumped out to me, or vice versa. So I don't think that's true. Really? Because I think I think I think I think <laughs> you know. The Dr. Seuss book. Um, so you want to talk about running the football. You know, I think running the football in this league wins games, wins championships, being able to do that late into the season. And you want to crap all over him. I did, yeah. Okay. I think that's outrageous. So first of all, yeah. I don't necessarily agree with him, okay. but I don't think it's as blasphemous as people like you, you yeah, people, me people, are going to yeah. make it out to be. The last so, five Super Bowl winners, I'm not sure, were dominant uh, running the ball. I would argue the offenses in San Francisco mm-hmm. and Miami are built on running the ball first, even though the high-flying, fun passing attacks are a big part of it. And I would also argue that we all talked about the importance played by one Isaiah in New Bedford. He's Pacheco, but he goes by Pacheco to Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense to help balance them out. So... Well, I think it's a little dated to just say, we're going to do the yeah, it's a, King Henry, give the guy the ball 340 times, it's run the ball. It's really dated. The Browns had Nick Chubb. That's great. Where to get yep. you? I think the teams that run the ball Wait a, a lot. Minute. What? Where to get them? Nowhere. Do you think Nowhere's. Chubb's failures or running the ball is what failed them? No, or probably the they quarterback spent a play. Quarter of a probably the quarterback dollars play. on a guy no, who that's isn't point. playing to the level. No, but listen, I'm not saying like don't ever run the ball and you got to pass every time. Although I do like those Mike Leach offenses, and maybe that's what I would want. But that, that's just like say like defense is less important than it used to be. But I'm not telling you you don't need to field 11 guys on defense. Like all of it's important. You need to be good at all of it if you can be. But to sit, I feel like the teams that run the ball the most either have quarterbacks who run or don't really trust their quarterback and then they have to run. Like teams like Pittsburgh and Atlanta who run the ball a lot. Or Miami. Get, I mean, Miami runs they, the ball a lot. They also have the San leading Francisco receiver in the, the league for the first 12 weeks. Tyreek Hill looks like he's going to be because they established the run. All right, but that's so not what he was stupid. No, no, that's, that's so not what he was getting at. I am going to tell you why I think he said that okay. and the thing that jumped out most to me. All right, perfect. Because they're tied together very directly. Mm-hmm. I think part of the reason he said that is um, name the f- 
I'll go three deep. Okay. Name the three best players on the Patriots offense. As of this moment or under contract. Yeah. Uh, line? No. Ramondre uh, Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. And not much else after that. That's why I wasn't going to be mean and make you keep going. I mean, I mean Demario I, Douglas might be Pop, second. Pop Douglas. And that's embarrassing that we're there already. And... A, a barely played rookie slot receiver. David Andrews. Okay. So, yeah. two of the three are involved in the running game. But I just think some of that was, and it ties into what he said, a good coordinator creates his scheme and his game plan based around his personnel. So I do like the, that. The only personnel he has is Ramondre Stevenson. No, so know, but. he can't create an offense until May because they're going to sign a bunch of players in free agency, draft yeah. his quarterback, draft his left tackle, and draft his best receiver. No, so as much as I don't like that line, the line I did like was him talking about, you know, you do what's best for the talent on then your team. Then he should go to the Caribbean until May because he's got nothing to do. There's not much because Drake May and Jaden Daniels should run different offenses. Yeah. I and, mean, whatever. It could be the same and, offense, but you know what I mean. Like they should be. And should the look Paul different. left tackle might be a little yeah. different than the Morgan, than a different than the yeah. Guyton. And whether you get Romeo Wilson or blah, but you blah, blah. you like, hated the hire even more than I did. Despise it. Yeah. So you. Still, I also you still don't do. think that he knows the difference between a good coordinator or whatever because he's never been a good coordinator. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mean that as a shot. No, it's just he hasn't been a good just coordinator. Because he's they barely been a coordinator, coordinator no, last year. Right. He wasn't. The last time he was the coordinator, play caller, center of the offense was with was Dick Duran and the Buffalo Bills. Oh nine, I believe, right? Yeah, Four, fifteen years ago. Was that Trent Edwards on uh, the 15 quarterback? Fifteen years ago. Yeah, I game has changed. Had, I only had one kid. <laughs> like that's a lifetime ago. She's I, in high school now. I had no kids, Life, no wife. Right? Nothing, yeah. Life changes <laughs> remarkably in fifteen yeah, years. Sure does. So, to me, a lot of what he said was like what he thinks he should say like cliche theoretical yeah. blah, like a, it was almost like a politician saying the right things to get the votes they need to get into office yeah i kind of hated it I it, have, it was it was very i haven't speak. hated this less as we've grown further from his hire and he seems i will say you looked at him there you you you, you got a close-up of him pill yeah yeah what they call him pill why he's addicted to pills no because uh <laughs> i don't pill- think we should just throw that no out. pillsbury doughboy Oh, that's not. Oh, like I, I he's, he's self-deprecating. Back like it's in a the funny day, thing. yeah, they, yeah. I remember them calling him Pillsbury so, yeah, Doughboy. So, like on his football reference, we, as soon as they hired him, I went to his football reference, and like even on there, it says Pill. You think he does the laugh? The little like, <laughs> yeah, probably. I bet he could get a couple drinks in him. He'll do the he'll do the laugh. No problem. Like the evil guy in Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah, Eric. <laughs> yeah, Eric, and his evil little laugh, his weasel laugh. Um. And so it, when in uh, 09, when he was the offensive coordinator yeah, for the do? Buffalo Bills. Yeah, what they do? What was the scheme? How they, they were uh, Three different quarterbacks started games for him that year. Right, Consistency, though. All three sucked. Threw more picks than touchdowns. See, but that I don't put on him. Like, he said you have to put, you know, a few. If yeah, you... he had not a lot to work with. It was Ryan Fitzpatrick, Trent Edwards, and Brian Brom. <sighs> and he had Fred Jackson was his leading rusher. And he had a really young Marshawn Lynch. Who are his receivers? His leading receivers. Let's see. Receptions. That was the Terrell Owens season in Buffalo. Oh. And then Fred Jackson, Lee Evans, uh, Josh Reed. Okay. Um, But I, I just, even the stuff he said about the quarterback, I don't even know if that's true anymore in the NFL. Like, if you yeah. put the quarterback in position to succeed, the rest will you, or if the quarterback so puts you in position to succeed. Like we, yeah, yeah. Aren't we spinning it on that? I, I think I'm becoming more and more a football simpleton. Some people out there are like, I can't <laughs> just wait, it now? Gets simpler. Yeah. 
No, because I it's listen, the quarterback. I, I push back on the people that make it too complicated. That, that's one of my beefs with Michael Lombardi. Like he's he knows the secret code to football. Nobody else does. It's like let's, me too. Give me the best quarterback. Every, yeah. I like my chances. Everybody watches football, dude. Everybody everybody gets it. Everybody no, but spends a lot of time on it. They're all simplifying offenses. They're going more to college offenses. The college. The college player in that position translate more now to the NFL than ever before. Yeah, because they're dumbing they're down the, the NFL. Stuff. Bill yes. said it a couple of years yeah. ago. I firmly believe yeah. lost true. in the Matt Patricia year was the idea that Bill wanted to streamline the offense. And when people would ask me why, I said, because I think that's what modern offense in the NFL is. It's accepting the talent that is coming up the pipeline, yeah. being ready to utilize it more swiftly at both the receiver, and the quarterback position. Now, all hell broke loose. None of that oh, worked, no, it, blah, but, blah, blah, but, but why they started to do it In anyway. theory, it was great. Yeah, and I think, too, a lot of people were like, well, if Mac Jones is so smart, like, why are they doing this? It's like, I think they were doing it for every other position. Everything else. They were doing it for you all the receivers, receivers that showed. You couldn't get receivers for Brady because it was Brady was on 301 or 401, and, the, like, these guys couldn't get it. Because right. these guys are used to, like, Wait, what'd you say about adjustments? I usually I, I run down and I turn around at well, 10 Ocho yards. Well, Ocho was said. like the number one Absolutely. example of that because he looked like a Hall of Famer in Cincinnati. Had and he no got adjustments. here and he yeah. was like, now what? Because in oh, Cincinnati it. it was run a nine route, run a got seven, Can run do. a four. Like Now boom. it's like, are, you got to read what the defense is doing. He's like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, you what's his run, leverage? Uh, post or what's a... his leverage? I don't know what leverage means, yeah. sir. <laughs> All right, well, you're going to stand on the sideline then because <laughs> right. you're in the wrong spot every single time. So... I think in theory some of that was true, and maybe Alex yeah. Van Pelt will do that, and maybe he'll both modernize and simplify the Patriots' it's offense. Just, but the, yeah. pers- he, the personnel is the problem. It was yeah. who is his, who are his receivers right now? I mean, it's Pop Douglas. It is Keish, uh, maybe Kendrick Bourne, maybe <laughs> coming off an ACL and uh, not under contract. Keishon Booty, who bet on everything, probably not him. <laughs> I wouldn't bet on him. Uh, <laughs> wait, is Parker or Smith Schuster under contract? They both are, unfortunately. Oh, they both are. That's the problem. <laughs> Good <laughs> lord! Yeah, but can't they get out of one of them? Then you can get out of any oh, NFL contract, but you're going to pay dead money. Yeah, so I guess it depends. So who on, are the tight ends? Uh, my guy Farrell Brown. Okay, good player. Is he? <laughs> he made a couple plays as a third tight end. <laughs> really like him. Yeah. When I bump him up two slots because the other two are free agents, don't love him so much. Yeah. Okay, I mean, the, so you don't know the uh, quarterback. They don't, don't have the tight anything. So how is he building his scheme right now when he said he builds a scheme based on his talent? Yeah, he doesn't have any talent. He doesn't have any talent. How can he build no. a scheme? So is he going to wait till Yeah, but why May even 1st? say, like, the running thing? Like, your team could look so different. Because the only sort of thing he has is a running back. Yeah, but you don't have a line. I mean, how much running are you going to do? He's got a line-ish. Yeah-ish. I guess he's got, like, half of a line. Kind of the middle portion. Oh, so my question to Fitzy yesterday was, how much input do you give Alex Van Pelt in the draft process? Okay, so the guy that's going to be hands-on teaching Drake May the offense or Jaden Daniels. Okay. How much do you give Gerard Mayo? Uh, I think he gets some yoga. He's the head coach. Yeah. And the head coach in a collaborative where it feels like he has an equal share at the very least with the other guys. That was something I wanted to, like, did Matt Groh get demoted? It feels like it. Yeah, okay. Just want to be clear on that. So, or is he just doing this kind of the same stuff that he was doing when Bill was here, and now that Bill's gone, he's didn't get promoted. Like everybody else moved up after Bill left, he just kind of stayed. Where everybody he was. who's got a bigger role, step forward. Hey, Matt. Nah, whoa, 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 Matt, Matt, Matt back it easy. Up. Back it up. Like maybe it's that, or do you think he was even more important when Bill was here? I think he was more important okay. when Bill was here, and is less important now. That's possible. And I think as the meetings pare down, in my vision, yeah, my vision of this. He gets eliminated near the end when it's Matt Groh. I mean, when it's Elliot Wolf, Gerard Mayo, and Pro. 
talking about Elliot Wolf? Here comes Elliot Wolf. First big draft coming up for life. He's Are the they guy. for life? No, the other no, they were the for life. Back is back, cause I'm they were just back, I guess. I don't know. They had a whole thing. They had a, uh, there's a lot of overlap, though. A lot of the guys. Yeah, I don't remember the details the of the wolf pack. <laughs> they had red in it, though. Room. Yeah. It's a sweet shirt. And not white and black. No. It's red and black. Red and black. It's so very different. A lot of crossover, then a lot of double crossing, yeah. and a lot of triple crossing. It's a little it was, bit like Vanilla Ice telling yeah. the difference between, like, Ice oh, Ice Baby. It's no, ding, 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 See, that's the difference. Theirs goes, ding, 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 ding. Ours goes, ding, 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 No, I didn't see it. I don't really get the difference. (laughs) I think it sounds very similar. Um, You're going to get sued. So, yeah, I I think Elliot Wolf probably. So, I. Did you like the Totec? Because. No. That was a promotional video. It was. Right? Like, there's no media, there's no questions. No. It was edited the way they wanted it. It was the info they wanted it. No. Did you get more excited, less excited, or the same about the offense and the coach? Probably the same because we were coming at it from a similar viewpoint. Already very low on it. Didn't like the hire. Like the hire even less because you're likely taking a quarterback at three. So I wanted. Sort of like a young gun off, or like a, or like a QB whisperer, or an offensive genius well, to go the with one, the quarterback. The one thing he is, he's well liked. Well, the two things <laughs> okay. that he is, yeah, yeah. is well liked, yeah. and a QB expert. He's been a QB coach bulk of his career. He hasn't been a play caller, hasn't been a coordinator. He's been a QB guy. Yep. So that should make you feel kind of good. Plus, they got that other guy uh, who's like. An offensive line coach slash QB coach slash tight ends coach. Yeah, they got a whole bunch of guys now. On the, oh, they got a lot of guys. They got a lot of guys on the roster now. All of a Not sudden. sure how I feel about necessarily all of them. No, you that's get true. the Brown offensive line coach. Here you go, David Pasternak. Oh, that's a quick win. That's a quick bet win right okay, there. Andy. Right okay, Andy. C4s all around. Yeah, everybody Ow. on heart. All right, uh, we'll continue with this Patriots offseason. Bill O'Brien introduced as the new head coach of the BC Eagles. Our guy Mike Cadlick was down there. Uh, He had uh, a quick question and answer revolving around whether or not he was welcome back as offensive coordinator. I think that's an interesting answer. Plus, we're getting excited for the Dynasty coming to Apple TV tomorrow. First two episodes, Hart and Fitzy talk to Jeff Benedict, author of the book, producer of the series, on the Six Rings pod, so we'll uh, play some of that as well. So go nowhere. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart. Right now, here's Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. All right, trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Celtics beat the Brooklyn Nets last night at the Garden 136-86. to Peyton Pritchard led the Celtics with 28 points. Derek White behind him with 27. Jason Tatum finished the night with 20. Here's Peyton Pritchard speaking after the game about almost reaching 30 points. We were close to 30. It it looked like you wanted the ball back there for a second. Nah, I I mean, I I knew I had to be close, but I wasn't really, like, pushing to to get it. Cut a shot at the end, too, but dumped it to to even get it done. So it's not that big of a deal. Joe Mazzula also celebrated his 100th win as Celtics head coach. Boston will have a little break for All-Star Weekend. Both Tatum and Brown participating in the All-Star Game with Jalen Brown also in the dunk contest. Celtics back on the court next Thursday night. They'll be in Chicago taking on the Bulls. Tip-off at 8 p.m. from the United Center. The Bruins welcome the Kraken to the Garden tonight. The first time these two teams have met this season. Puck dropped about 10 minutes ago. 
Uh, but we already have a score. Your Boston Bruins up one nothing with a Bruins goal coming from David Pasternak. Congratulations, Andy Hart. Jeremy Swayman in the net for your Boston Bruins. The Bruins, 32-11-10, still standing atop the Eastern Conference with 74 points. And Bill O'Brien was officially introduced today as the new head coach at Boston College. O'Brien spoke with WEEI's own Mike Cadlick on his time with New England saying, quote, I definitely had an opportunity to stay with the Patriots. I thought it was really important for Coach Mayo to hire his own staff. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Ritz Keefe Show coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, WEI. You know what that's from? What's that from? No, it was a question. Welcome back. Yeah, I'm sure it's from a lot of things. No, but what is it from? It's it's a theme show. I mean, a theme to a show. Welcome back, Cotter. That's yeah, an nice job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I don't know that. Yeah, I think maybe I saw it once. You know who was in that? Uh, yeah. Famous actor. Very famous actor. Tom Cruise. Nope. <laughs> but sort of on that level. Not quite that level. Tom but- Selleck. Nope. Tom Sizemore. Tom, oh, you beat me to it. I didn't yes. say it was a Tom. I don't know why you guys... Yeah, we just kind of went down that road a little bit. I thought, <laughs> that maybe that was a Tom Foolery. Pop- popular Tom. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Why don't you tell us? Uh, John, not Tom. Oh, jo- oh John. Travolta. Yes. Yeah. John Lequizamo from The Pest. Oh, no, he got the answer the so soon. That was a yes, good Remember The Pest? I would have forgot, forgot that movie existed. The Pest was great. Mid-90s. Right in my wheelhouse. Take you guys anyway. John Lequizamo. Oh, okay. John Travolta. Yeah. From Welcome Back, Cotter. All right. Very good. So that was, what, late 70s, early 80s? That's just it. Predates yeah, me. Yeah, it definitely wasn't predates something you, I watched yeah. live. Yeah. It was more. But listen, I have an appreciation for the classics. And was that, what was that, Stiz, that you That's played? a little remix there. Yeah. That was a Mace song. I'm sure oh, you're okay. familiar with the rapper Mace. Yes. Yep. Then he found Jesus and was out of the game for a little he bit. He was Pastor Mason. Yeah. But then he came back. Wasn't he part of the Bad Boy reunion tour? That's right. My and wife now, went and saw that at the garden. Oh, I actually Were you there? To see, no, I oh, wanted yeah, she to see it. She said it was great. Why didn't uh, you go? I was not that interested. She went with her friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love relationships that you can be like, nah, honey, why don't you go? You go ahead. Friend? You uh, have a you good go, time. My wife just back. got back from Arizona. So there you go. <laughs> but he does. Mace has a successful uh, sports podcast show now with uh, the other rapper Cameron. It's actually pretty good. Wait, Wait what? Mace and Cameron do a sports podcast? And when you want to talk about laughs, my God. These guys have a good time? They have a Let's regular. Let's get them on the show. Yeah. yeah. probably should. They have a regular yeah. uh, feature with O.J. Simpson. It's <laughs> It's, Maybe we should. Never mind. It's, kinda, uh, it's, it's, it's something. It's something. You never, never mind. Uh, today, uh, Boston College introduced their brand new head coach, Bill O'Brien. I know you're a fan of that hire. Yes, I am. And uh, a job that he has had his eyes on for a long, 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 long time. So it didn't work out here. You know, one and done in the return anyway. With, did it not? With New England. It did not. They were the worst offense in football. And historically, one of the worst offenses of all he time. took over so. an offense that was previously coached by a defensive coordinator, and somehow they got worse. Worse. It's truly remarkable. Him. I blame Mac. It's not and all Bill. It's not all on one person, but Bill yeah. O'Brien's involved. Then he takes the Ohio State job for a hot second. I think he's got, like, garb. 
Ohio State stuff? Yeah. I just hope he doesn't have a house. It's like, I'm sure he has oh, a I'm sure. He no. didn't buy a house. No, okay. no, 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 no. Yeah, he probably has like a, he probably got sent a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. I'm like, what do you do with that? I mean, it's not bad. Take a few more jobs, really load up on the swag. I know. And so now he. Uh, now he's is, got a big eagle on his chest. Goes So the, the former eagle coach is going to Green Bay to be yep. the D coordinator. And Bill O'Brien is the head coach. Before we get to his comments here, as people it to the Patriots. screwed in that uh, swappage. So like Halfley blows out of town on BC late in the process. Yeah. And then Billy O blows out of town on Ohio State late in the process. Although they got an upgrade. Then Chip Kelly blows out of town for the Bruins. Yeah, why do late you leave UCLA? Oh, NIL. Okay. And NIL is driving these guys nuts. Got it. And Billy O knows that we don't even have NIL at BC, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I root for Chip Kelly, but like it's it's been a roller coaster ride ever since he left Oregon. <laughs> I think that could be um, enjoyable to watch one way or the other. Either he's yeah. going to have some of the best talent he's ever had, and yeah. it's going to be explosive, or it's not going to live up to the hype. They're going to lose to Michigan and that crybaby new coach there. No, they're going to whoop. They're going to whoop him. They're going to be great. I, I would hope so. I like. I the like. Guy the, balled his eyes out. I like the New Hampshire guys. They give me Ryan Day and Chip You're Kelly. Biased. I, I'm super biased. Even though I hate Ohio State, but now I'm going to like them because of those two guys. But you anyway, and Burt Breer. On nah, board with the yeah, Buckeyes. No, I don't, don't want to be associated with the Buckeyes. But here I am. Uh, but what real quick before we get to how it relates to the Patriots, what do you think the ceiling is for Bill O'Brien in his time with BC? Because BC, great conference, but not not a great conference. Very, very good conference. One of the few remaining power conferences. But, like, I don't know. They had that one run with Matt Ryan where they got pretty high in the AP poll, but then they, they never really. Playoffs. 12-team playoff? You can't dream of being a 12 seed? Yeah, you should be able to right? do that. It's not the old days where you need to be a, a top two True. or top four. Yeah. And in the Matt Ryan era, they were right in that top five. So if you finished even second in the ACC one of these years, the you ACC's should get invited. No, you should be able to get invited to that. Like Clemson's a little down. Will it be like all the best? I mean, be the undefeateds, all the one losses, and maybe, what, a handful of two losses? You're going yeah. 12 teams. Oh, yeah. Okay. All so right. I am talking myself into, because I'm really, A, I, I would love to have BC be relevant, especially with my guy Billy O running the show. Gotcha. Like, I feel in a, a little bit of a sense of attachment there. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, but good players come out of New England. Like, you're always watching the draft, and like, that guy came from Springfield, and that guy came from Everett, and that... Yeah. Start there by just keeping those. Noah Gray, Isaiah Likely. Like, just keep some of those. Thing. Yeah, yeah, right. And maybe that's a foundation. And then start to creep away. I feel like at their best, under Coughlin and O'Brien, they would creep down into New Jersey and get, like, some oh, of the best yeah. New Jersey. And when you start to get that. Brian Toll, the toll line offense. Fill, <laughs> you, fill, <laughs> you fill out a roster. So, yeah, I am. Now, the challenges are immense, but I also think. I feel like this NIL Wild West is going to be short-lived, and it's going to get reined in somehow in the next couple of years. Yeah. And I I hope, the one thing I keep saying, and I haven't seen any information on this, haven't heard anything, I hope he signed like a 10-year deal. Because I think he wants to be at BC. I think they could not dream of having a more qualified coach as the former Penn State head coach, a former yeah. NFL head coach. It's got to so, be so weird, though, for these guys. And, like, I'm glad the players are making money. They should. The NCAA, and, like, you look at the the... TV contracts are so insane. Like yeah. they, they should. But with the coaches, it's like you got to spend more time recruiting other guys that are already in college than even the high school guys because like yeah. the transfer portal is insane. Like a thousand guys in there. You no no no. You have to recruit your own players. Oh right, you got to keep them. You got to constantly it's like keep you your guys. having yeah. to court your wife to make sure she stays. I do your wife. every night. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. What does that, court mean? None of your business. That didn't mean what I thought. <laughs> huh? So I was looking at this too. The uh, out of the top twelve in the AP poll to end the year, 
Number 11 and 12 had three losses. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so you have it. There's a chance that's, there, I so guess. So that's what I think you're looking to be is like a 12 seed. That's not bad. In the playoff, like a lower level playoff team. And I think it's doable with his background. His, yeah. It's not going to be easy because I don't think you no. have money. And I think you still have academic limitations as to who you can get in. And BC fancies itself a smart school where we can't let in some guys that probably get into a lot of other football schools. The ACC is, like all the conferences now, just upside down. So uh, not to go through everybody, but if you are uh, going to BC this year, you might have a chance to see... Uh, actually, they're not coming to town, but they travel to SMU. Nothing okay. says Big East like yeah. SMU football. Uh, Cal, they don't play Cal, it doesn't look like, but Cal is in the conference this year. And who was the other one they got from like way out there? It's just a mess. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's just like you're looking at it. It's like, how are these teams? But they, they host, isn't Michigan State an, an early season home game? Oh, I don't know. Let I think me Michigan check. State yeah. is an early season home game for them. Somebody was like telling me, like, that might be the game to go to if you want to, like, kind of catch the BC Eagles fever. Yeah, there's going to be some kind of fever, I, I suppose. I think they, do they open with FSU at FSU? Yeah, they FSU? open at Florida State. Then they're home against Duquesne. That's not even D1, is it? Uh, at Missouri. And then they host Michigan State. They host Western Kentucky. Then at Virginia, at Virginia Tech. They host Louisville, Syracuse. So they're at SMU. And then North Carolina and Pitt to end the season. Okay. No, 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 that's Bill O'Brien. But but Cadillac was over there today yeah. and was uh, asking him about, uh, basically, like, could he have stayed with the Patriots? Coach, just with the changeover with the Patriots and everything from last year and you know, Coach Bam being there now, did you have an opportunity to, to return there this season? And then what, like, how did that happen with going to Ohio State? And then it was- I felt like it was very, I did, I, I definitely had an opportunity to stay. I thought it was really important for Coach Mayo to hire his own staff. I came and worked for Bill Belichick, and I think it's really important for Gerard to be able to hire his own staff, and the crafts were great about that, and I really appreciate that, and Ryan Day was awesome about offering me a job, and so that's why I made that decision. That was a weird answer, no? Mm, Yeah, I would say. You sure about that? (laughs) You sure about that? That's why? So you you were gonna come back this year? So there was a spot open for you this year. So you let Gerard Mayo choose his own staff? Well, no, no, like that. You thought it was important. Yes. To, no, that for was him good. to do that. And Robert was good with that. They were yeah. all good with that. You were definitely coming back. Yeah, I don't feel like that. There's no chance. I mean, that like I don't know why he feels like he has to say that. Well, because these guys are all salesmen. And like, they're I don't all very mean prideful. That in a bad way, no, I don't like, like yeah. They're selling themselves. They're but selling that's their aura. I could have been back, but I decided like You don't want to be like, I got canned. No, but I think you could, to be a little bit more truthful, you could have been like, well, like with all the changes, it was probably best for everybody involved. Just like Bill, quote unquote, parted ways, even though nobody buys that. But that's sort of like that was the He's basically saying I could have been back if I wanted. There's no way. I basically told him I don't want to be back. I don't know. Gerard, you should get your own guy, which right there implies that Gerard didn't want him. Right? Yeah, right. You think Gerard. Well, Gerard definitely What if Gerard begged him and said, no, 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 you're my guy, you're my guy. He. He said Gerard should get his own guy. Yeah. So he left because he wasn't Gerard's guy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I don't. And it's fine. I don't want to crap all over his recent career trajectory or movement. Um, And it's good for BC. It's good for him. Like, this is better for. Obviously, the staff that I've been working with isn't the staff that I've chosen. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, who would have fired him quicker, Mayo or uh, Kraft? Like, Kraft? 
even though he wanted Bill O'Brien, he saw how much of a disaster it was. Yeah. So if he was going to fire Bill Belichick, he sure as hell was going to fire Bill O'Brien. So let me just, like, I'm going to put a couple dots and tie them together here. Okay. Yep. So Gerard Mayo believes Alex Van Pelt is a more qualified offensive coordinator than Bill O'Brien. Not necessarily. Okay. He he knew, in my mind, that Bill O'Brien was not the right answer to bring back this year. He was probably hoping to get somebody else <laughs> and was not expecting the process to play out the way that okay. it did. That's my guess. They interviewed 12 people. I don't think Van Pelt was their first choice. I think he was probably shocked. I think maybe uh, Elliot Wolf. Macro, whatever the process did not go the way that they thought it was going to go. That's my hunch. Like, like part of it was right. They knew. All right, we got to move on from uh, Bill O'Brien. Just like I'm sure the whole thing, like when when Robert and Jonathan Kraft decided it was time to move on from Bill Belichick. I don't think they realized all the other stuff that they needed to do. They're like, all right, we got Gerard Mayo. Good, we got Gerard Mayo. Oh yeah, well, no. you need a whole rest of a staff and a front office. They're like, I'm sorry, what? What's your plan? So they, they don't. I don't think they had one. Did you but have a notes document in your phone <laughs> yeah, with a few yeah. ideas, bullet points? You jot those down. You might forget them. So you're telling me that a head coach learned here mm-hmm. to not trust the process because the process that he had in mind <laughs> yeah, did the not. Philadelphia 76ers lead. told you not to trust the process. He thought he was going to get a good young coach, and yeah. no offense to Alex Van Pelt, but he got Alex Van Pelt. He instead. got Alex Van Pelt because I would argue the best offensive coordinator in New England is still Bill O'Brien. He's a stone's throw from here. I mean, I guess, but like you don't really have no, a, no, like no, a no. stand on after last year. He was oh, so, so bad. It's all based on that one goes year. against it's all based his, on one year. You're putting Alex Van Pelt's 09. All, you're putting Alex Van Pelt's 09, 2009 on him. No, I'm giving him the whole 15 years when no one asked him to be an offensive coordinator. The Browns in a did. Where everybody the Browns asked him to be a coordinator, and he was for five years. Oh, you're going to put your hands on the desk? That's what you're doing. Are you really taking that seriously? He was an offensive coordinator. Yes, he was. I can't even have this argument then. If you're not, what does his LinkedIn say? If you go to his LinkedIn right now, yeah, we all and I'm a brand personality with a bland personality. Like that's true. That's a good line. What do we do? Thank you. That's a good um, line. He's not a coordinator. All right, but but Bill O'Brien had the worst offensive like, football last year. Is Demarcus year. Covington running the Patriots defense? Yeah, but every time a, there's a coordinator is he, who's bad, do is we? Is Demarcus Covington? Covington running the Patriots defense? Well, I hope Mayo's doing something. So it should probably be Mayo. Like okay, so let's just take these titles for what they are. But you said nobody like, was asked Bill him just to be the a... head coach of the Patriots. He wasn't the GM by title. No, he was not. He was not team president by title. But it's funny everywhere you would look, it would always say de facto GM. Like oh, all yeah. these websites didn't know how to put it. Like, Except I do. GM? I think I told you this that when we played the Giants this year, yeah, they put out the post game transcript. It said Bill Belichick, head coach and general manager, New England Patriots. And I was like. That's yeah. the first time I've ever seen like, that. We're just on going with this. Like, like, we don't care. Or, we don't care what's coming at us. So getting back to Billy O. Yeah. Playoffs? Playoffs. Yes. Within how long? Oh. How long does he have? Because uh, I couldn't even tell you. I honestly. think he has a long time. Jeff Halfley, everybody loved when he arrived. Great interview, energy. They hyped that up way too much, by the I way. I also couldn't tell you BC's record the last couple of years. I'll tell you, it probably wasn't great. I, like, I don't know if it was good, great, bad. I know they got a quarterback who he, um, is a fun athlete now, yeah. who the little I've watched isn't the most accurate of passers. No, he's, he runs not, around. 
Like I, a, I just remember what's his name? Castellanos. I just remember like they'd be one-off guys. You'd be like, oh, Zay Flowers or uh, AJ Dillon, like yeah. the kid from Lawrence Academy. Like there'd be no. They've had good players, various individual no, players. Teams have sucked. Generally, over the years, even through multiple regimes, they've been known as an offensive line factory. So Halfley was there for four years, and he probably could have been there longer. Adazio was there. What was for Halfley's record? Do you have those aligned next to the the names? Uh, yes, I do. Jeff Halfley in four years was twenty-two and. 26. So a losing record. Just won his first and only bowl game this past year at the Fenway Bowl. How'd they ever get into that? Oh, they uh, walked down the street. They were 6-6, six and six <laughs> and they were like, you guys want to play in this? And they were like, sure. So they got the win there. That was the wasabi. I think uh, Bill O'Brien could probably be here as long as he wants. And he should be. And I think he wants to be here for as long as he can be. They, I don't haven't, think- they haven't won eight games since 2009. How many games do they play? Play. They play 12? 13. Oh, yeah, so, so they usually play 12. They usually okay. play 12, but a lot of times they play 13. So we're saying like. if you get to nine wins, you might be a play. Ten wins, you yeah. might be a playoff team. Yeah. Ten. If you go 10 and two, yeah, you might be a playoff team. Like in 2007, they probably would have been uh, with Jeff Jagosinski. They went to the Champ Sports Bowl, but they probably would have been a uh, – they were 11-3 and three that I year. Think Champ Sports exists anymore, does it? <laughs> no, I don't know if it does either. But that was uh, uh, one of the Matt Ryan years. Like, they probably would have made it. But that was also oh, yeah, kind of yeah. like a, a Matt, high point for them. Uh, yeah. Matt Ryan had them in the top five, I believe. Matty Ice, they were second. Yeah. And then so, what, Florida State beat them. But, so yeah. you don't need to be that. Because I don't think they'll ever be a national title contender no, at Boston either. College. No, I don't think no, no. those that ship has sailed. Yeah. But now that it's 12, just... You're in the middle of the top 25. You're a mediocre top 25 team, yeah. basically, at 12. Well, I mean, you, could, you could spin it that way, I so, guess. Now, I don't know. I wonder what he thinks. Like, what his, you know, deep down in places you don't talk about it, parties, goals, expectations. Probably just, like, winning record, go to bowl games. I think at a place like BC, that is viewed enough. as a success. That is pr- and And... Seven and six. Keep doing it the right way. Like, don't have a lot of scandals. Well, don't that's the problem. Of... It's like, what does BC want to be? They want to be Stanford. They want to be Harvard. That's right, what they want to be. So, yeah, you're not that. But then also, you're not going to bring in Bruce Pearl to run your basketball team, which they should have done. Like, years and years ago, they should have right. brought in Bruce Pearl to run it whatever way he wants to win it. Right. And then they would have been really good. Sweat through the BC <laughs> shirts like he yeah. sweats through everything else. Yeah. But uh, football, I mean, yeah, he's got Are you excited time. for that? Not really. Uh, I kind of am. See, I think BC is one of these. I actually listened schools. to the ad on our station. Okay, and you were pumped about it. Well, they were talking about ninety nine dollars season tickets, and I was like, hmm. "You gonna get that?" And I was kind of thinking about it, but then I was like, "Ken always makes me work Saturdays." <laughs> yeah. also, Ken, I need, sa- I need more games. Saturday off. Games are on our airwaves. Oh yeah, we have the games, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, that's good. That's good 99 for us. Ninety nine bucks for a season ticket. That's yeah, pretty great. You want to get them with me? No. Oh. I feel like BC, and I know you just love Bill O'Brien so much, but BC is like the, the one. Like, big school in the area that only people that went there like it. Like, growing up, there was never anybody like, oh, I love BC, unless, like, their their parents went there or something. No, but I, it isn't as much about BC for me as two things. Bill O'Brien. Right. I like Bill O'Brien, yeah. and I would like to have a college football team. So would I, but, like, it's just how many years of it where it's not, or, like, they yeah, have When the was the last time you had a coach of Billy O's cachet? Oh, probably. Never. At BC? Yeah. I don't know. Because Tom Coughlin wasn't Tom Coughlin yet. No. Billy O is taking a step backwards. <laughs> it sounds negative the way I phrase that. In his career. Yeah. To go to Boston College. he His his stops have been the New England Patriots, Alabama, Penn State, head coach of an NFL team. No, that's team. true. That's true. He took a step backwards. You've never had a coach of this cachet when he arrived. Yeah. You took like, the offensive coordinator from Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> 
You did. <laughs> no, no, Ohio State's like the 33rd NFL team. It's where you got your last coach, right? Uh, Wasn't oh. he the linebackers coach at Ohio State? Oh, Halfley? Yeah, might have been. I think he was. Something like that. All so right. you have your best coach in modern history. Now, yeah. somebody might tell me Newt Rockney coached there or something. I don't know. Maybe he did. But in the modern era, you have your best coach. So I'm I'm as intrigued as I've ever been. Maybe excited is the wrong word. Mm-hmm. Maybe they lose 42-7 to to FSU to open next season. Possible. And I stop paying attention. Yep. All right. Yeah. No, <laughs> but I'd also like to give him a chance to go get, I don't know, his talent, his quarterback, his guys that can run his system, whatever yeah. that system may be. Yeah, because how long was he at Penn State for? And I know like he took over like the craziest circumstance ever, but he was there, Three years? got a few guys in, and then left, right? Yeah, but he was dealing with like no scholarships, no, that no was, bowls, trust no me, anything. That was, that was an insane Cri- time It was period. essentially he coached in a crime scene. It was like one big massive crime Ugh, scene he was, was overseeing. No, that was awful. So this job is at least easier. Yeah. You know, even though we have the academic limitations and some of the things of Boston College's um, history. He was there two years. Yeah, so two years. Yeah, he was there two years. I don't even think they were off probation before he left. But he obviously turned them around or at least, like, leveled it. Because then James Franklin's been there since. Now, I know there's plenty of people that don't like him and, like, they haven't won enough. But Well, a lot of those real college football programs have unrealistic expectations. Oh, yeah, like 10, 11 wins isn't good enough. Yeah, you lose one game. And if the one game is against a rival like the Ohio State-Michigan They they always run the table and then they lose to either Michigan or Ohio State. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Right, so they're a rich man's Boston College who can, when they're at their best... Yeah. Build a record, build a record, play a big game, don't win big game. All right, you can uh, join us here at 617-779-7937. Do want to turn our attention to The Dynasty, which comes out tomorrow, first two episodes. Talking cheese. On Apple TV+. Plus. And uh, Jeff Benedict was on the Six Rings pod. Uh, something definitely caught my ear. We will oh. play that for you. Coming up next here on WEEI. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEEI with Andy Hart on this Thursday night. You guys can join us throughout the program, 617-779-7937. Tomorrow, the first two episodes of... The Dynasty, the uh, Patriots documentary on Apple TV Plus, two episodes a week for five weeks. And uh, Jeff Benedict, who wrote the book, also is one of the uh, producers on the program. He was on with uh, Hart and Fitzy on the Six Rings pod and uh, trying to gauge people's excitement level for this overall, what they may or may not learn from it. I'm Mm. kind of always interested because... Like, we obviously followed super closely. Anybody listening to us follows it super closely. We've read all the articles. We've seen all the uh, NFL films documentaries. You've probably read, you know, Michael Holly's books and other people's books as well. So I'm curious. Like, I'm still fascinated. I'm still looking forward to it. But I am I am curious about how much I'm going to learn walking away. So and I agree. And I'm a little concerned there talking to some people who have watched it. And, and I know we're all kind of being careful. I haven't seen it. so I, I've not I seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it? I, I feel like people seen have it. seen it, Stiz. I don't know if you've heard of anybody who has seen it. Oh, my. That's, all, that's the new brag. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, it absolutely That's the new, uh, oh, I went to Harvard. Oh, the Harvard. Absolutely. I saw all 10 pods. Yeah. Oh, great. You're awesome. Good for you. I'm going to watch it like like the people. Right. Every like Friday, the, two like of the them. plebes, like just the regular Joes. But I hope I have time tomorrow, by the way. Chasing you, around two kids. Big, what do you mean? Uh, yeah, like, hey, you two want to sit and watch the Patriots thing? They're going to be like, start them young. That's true. 
Yeah. They haven't seen a Patriots win. They haven't seen anybody win, these two. <laughs> they think we're a bunch of losers. They're the opposite of the spoiled generation. Yeah. Throw on Blippy and let it rip. I always ask my daughter. She actually always has a – I always ask her before every game. I'm trying to gauge if she's good at betting or not. I'm like, who do you think's going to win? And then she asks me who the teams are. I tell her the teams. She's good, not great. Not enough to sink a lot of money in. She's okay. probably got a better record than I do. She prob- No, she does. And it's funny, <laughs> like, as it goes on – uh, she like remembers she's four, but she like remembers the teams, and so it'll be like, uh, I'm like, all right, Super Bowl, Chiefs or 49ers? She's like, Chiefs, Chiefs always win. That's what she said. She's like, <laughs> Chiefs great. always win. I'm like, yeah, and you're that right. Hurts. You're right. That used to be the Patriots. Correct. And then no, she's literally said Patriots always lose because she'd be like, Dad, who's winning right now? I'm like, well, not the Patriots because like they never were. It is what it is. But uh, truth is never mean. But yeah, a lot of people have seen it. So and- your question. I think works twofold for this dynasty. And yeah. I don't want to crap on it. Jeff was really nice to spend time with us. No, I'm for sure watching it, and I am looking forward to it. So I've always heard, and I remember talking, I think I talked to Holly about this once, because yeah. he's written a bunch of books. Like, yeah. the sports book niche is like, if you're like the top sports book, you're still nowhere near like the top book book. Like, it's such a small Like Da Vinci market. Code. <laughs> right. <laughs> or the Bible. Or, well, not so much the Bible, but any of like the, the big time sellers in any given point on the oh, New York yeah. Times bestseller. Yeah, yeah. Um so I wonder Patriots fans, do you want to watch it because you feel like you've seen it all and is like the, this the is member great. berries yeah, from that. Uh, South And then Park. would do outsiders want to watch it? So like, I just, they were sick of the Patriots, and now they're going to watch ten episodes of. I think the it's too much Patriots? for the. I think honestly, it's too much for the non-Patriot fan. Me too. So I I should have done this sooner, but I just texted him two of my college buddies. One's a Eagles season ticket holder. One's a lifelong Bills fan. Uh, the Bills fan. So I go. Uh, they're doing a ten-part series because they might not have even heard about it. Right. So I was like, they're doing a ten-part series on Apple about the Patriots called the Dynasty. Are you guys interested? Uh, Bills fan wrote back immediately, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Um, and you remember, I don't know what, you might know this number. Like, yeah. What percentage of the population has Apple TV? Yeah, I don't think it's a ton. It's not like Netflix where it no. feels like everybody has Netflix. If this were on Netflix, I feel like everybody who wants to see it yeah. would see it. But yeah. Apple TV, so A, I don't know if I'm interested. B, am I going to go order Apple TV? So the last time there was a massive documentary about a really, really good team was The Last Dance. Yes. And that was that, on ESPN. That we was, all get it. Right. It was on ESPN. During it, COVID. Was it six parts? I want to say it was six episodes. It might have been six nights. Yeah, but they were kind of long, weren't they? Weren't they like two hours? I think, yeah, it kind of was. But yeah, it was, it was 2020. And it was during COVID. We had nothing to oh, do we and nowhere broke, to go. Oh, you know what? I take it back. It was 10 episodes. Okay. It was 10. So it was the same number. Over a similar, like, five days? And they were 48 to 50 minutes. And uh, they did the same thing. Actually, same release. They did two were released on April 19th, two on the 26th, then two and two and two. It was COVID, right? Correct. Okay. So we were at home. It we was were the, watching it was, people play horse in their driveway on TV. It was TV. April and May of 2020. No, yeah. Me and Dale did whole shows. on. You probably were with yeah. us. We did like yeah. whole shows on this thing. Correct. So it's a little different world. And I would also say Michael Jordan. I don't know if there was a... Even though Jordan and Brady are definitely on the same say, Brady's platform, right there, but I guess But you. the nostalgia level is different. Like Brady just stopped playing. The Patriots just stopped winning. It's relatively close. This was... What, 20 years later? 20-plus years later? Oh, it was the 96 team? Yeah, so yeah. 25 years later, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um. So that's different. Like, that's more... That'd be like if you did a Steelers documentary, and I'd be like, oh, I don't I don't really remember anything about that. I know yeah. they won four Super Bowls, and Terry Bradshaw and Stalwart. Like, I want to know more. No, it's a good point, though. I think just the time of the release, because if you put this exact same 
Michael Jordan Last Dance documentary on Apple TV Plus this weekend. Wouldn't do as well. Not nearly as well. No. It's just how, how people... ESPN how people, and COVID were huge. Yeah. Everybody could see it, yeah. and everybody needed something to see. Desperate to see it. Tiger and King and Last Dance. Right, yeah. and it also picked up a... Like social media, felt like everybody was talking about watching it, interactive. It was something everybody was doing because there were there wasn't a lot going on. All right, so someone on the text line wants to know how people have seen it. They're like, it's driving me nuts because everybody's talking about how they've seen it. Because I guess Wiggy saw it, right? Four A seen it. So first of all, those two guys, for all I know, are in it. No, oh, no, Wiggy's Wiggy not bitched in it, right? about not being. Oh, in got it. it. Okay, but whatever. Like they were on the team that they're talking about. But there are like uh, special. Early yeah, release, just sneak like peeks and media stuff. people get yeah. screeners. Movie reviewers get to watch the movie in advance. Not so dork can... podcasts. Well, you haven't made it yet. We got to work on that. You do. I know. I should have seen Madam Web a month ago. Yes, you probably should have. <laughs> I know. I mean, let's be honest. You do. I, should. That's I don't. What you do. I know. Yeah, but you were saying the same thing off the air. You're. Like, I don't know who to ask, and I feel weird asking. Yeah, I do too. So I'm just like whatever. Yeah, because I'm. If sure... I get it, I'll get it. If I don't, I'll, I'll watch it when everybody else. Yeah, does. both of yous are in the position where if you really wanted advanced yeah. copies, I'm sure you both could. Yeah, have got but it. I also. I mean, Cadillac and Fitzy got it. So, but I also like. Of course, Fitzy said he was going to share it with me, and haven't heard word from Fitzy. But I'm also Must be nice. I don't like. Uh, I don't like spoiling anything because I hate when spoilers come across my way. And I know this is like a dynasty thing that we've all watched the games, but like some of the stuff maybe we don't know. And so, like, tomorrow on the show, people tuning in tomorrow at 6 may have seen the first two episodes. I don't want to start talking about, oh, wait till episode 7 when this happens. You're like, all right, well, in three weeks, I'll watch it, so thanks. But they also may not have even seen the first two. Good point. A lot of people work for a living. Like, they get up at 7, go to work, don't get home till 5, make dinner. They might watch it at 8 o'clock tomorrow night when they put their kids to bed. So even tomorrow night, so everybody's doing crazy over-the-top stuff with this. The NBC Sports Boston is doing full shows every Friday at 6, I think, recapping those two episodes from that week, talking about it, I blah, blah, think blah. that's a good idea. I'm serious. I, I Okay, why? Because the football team blows right now. Yeah, but what so about you need what to, I just said? You need to bleed every drop what of blood out of this it? thing. People work. Oh, well, DVR, DVR the thing then. So now I'm going to DVR the show about the show? Yes. I also think shows about shows are stupid. No, I disagree. Ugh. I think, no, shows about shows can be pretty good. I, I don't know. I mean, the Dork Podcast practically is a show about a show. That is we, show about a show. We just and review movies and shows. <laughs> I know I know you have. I listened to my first Six Rings today, by the way. I listen. I do listen when you talk about products. What should products? I have bought it? Oh, yeah, should I have bought this is a classic. Send That's your awesome. Show, dorkpodcast at gmail.com if you want to send in your should I have bought this submissions. But you got to spread that out. It sounds like a swear when you said that. The first dork time. Podcast. No, no, no. Oh. Should I have bought yeah. this? All right, I have more on this, including the, uh, the the quote from Jeff Benedict that I pulled out of there. But are you guys looking forward to this? I'm curious, both from Patriots fans and even non-Patriots fans, are you are you in on the Dynasty? First two episodes come out tomorrow. Unless you're special, then you can get all ten episodes right now, I guess. Mm. 617-779-7937. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart here on WEEI.